0: this is the the first episode of this thing we're doing mm-hmm. uh and i should have warned you that, that this during the nuts and bolts discussions but i was thinking it'd be interesting for everybody to introduce themselves and just say a little bit about themselves before we start okay, nope. uh and since uh, i i've i've known them longer and they are a part of this project and can't leave uh, i'm gonna <laughs> make armor
1: <Omer> go first
2: <laughs> always a powerful strategy
1: wow <laughs> Okay. So Amr, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh give me one second. I'm... <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, I, I was doing no. the you, you, you face defeat moves, I was copy-pasting them into our playbooks. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Alright with that bookkeeping done. Hi, uh I'm Amr Amaraz. Uh I go around the internet everywhere as Amaraz and primarily use they them pronouns. Uh I do game design, podcasts, nerd shit. Uh, is this a podcast <sighs> we swear on, Chris? I forget. The, yes, I,
0: I cannot we stop. Do swear. <laughs> <So>. Okay Good. <laughs> All
3: right.
1: I'm uh, doing nerd shit. And, well, uh, if you want to find my stuff, you can find me on Twitter as Amoraz, on Itch as Amoraz, where I have a couple of games, including uh, a, a newly released one, and also on other podcasts, such as the Musafirs Fears pod, uh, Voices at Play, and currently airing uh, Not This tide stream with the Variant Roles channel. Awesome.
0: Also, <laughs> notably, uh co-designer on this game oh, we're yes. playing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh. All right, uh, Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, so my name's Alex Flanagan. Um, I use primarily she, her pronouns, but you literally cannot pick a pronoun that will misgender me. Um, I'm just, I'm eternal and mysterious in that way. But I do some various things you may or may not have heard of on the internet. I am a co-host for the Cryptid Keeper podcast, which is the biggest listenership of any project that I do. So if you have heard of me, it's probably from there. Although I am also the GM and host for A Horror Borealis, which is a monster of the week actual play podcast on the one-shot network Um, i also do a little bit of game design here and there i'm a writer and i do a full-time j job so i hope you don't know me from there because it's fairly public (laughs) and i try to keep that information sort of on the dl Um, you know, if you're listening, I guess, hi, and uh, please turn this off.
0: <laughs> I never mention this. never mention
2: it to me ever again. If you talk to me about Pokemon, I will forswear all knowledge. I will pretend I have no idea what you're talking about. I do not know you. What
0: is a Pokemon? I have never seen a po- pocket monster. I don't know what a pocket, a pocket
2: monster ch- is. No, I'm How did you know um, it was
1: called Pokemon? Uh,
3: uh,
2: but yeah, so I, um, I've designed a couple of games, most notably would be Coffee Detective. If you, again, have heard of something I've done, it's probably that. So, that's me.
0: Awesome. Uh, and Jack.
4: Hello, uh, I'm Jack. Uh, I use, well, my pronouns are a Plinko machine I drop a coin into every day and see <laughs> how I'm feeling. But they, mm-hmm. them is probably fine. <laughs> uh, I write some games um uh Bated Breath is a game that I released to um drive through RPG so that's my main one and I also did some uh sensitivity reading for your game Chris uh oh, d- Dobney <laughs> uh and other than that i'm just on twitter all the time always around i'm terminally (laughs) online and i'm trying to stop (laughs) aren't we all (laughs) it's a hell from which i have no escape Uh, but you can find me on twitter as uh doily spider uh and find all my stuff there
0: yes good okay uh and i'm chris y'all know me it's fine um (laughs) I've been here a while. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're gonna go through we're gonna go through character creation first uh, because normally I would do like uh, a session a bit of a session zero world building and then do character creation and then go back to, to world building. But we already know. The, spoiler alert: we're playing in the world of Pokemon,
3: <laughs>
0: so Gosh. we know we know quite a bit about the world we're gonna be in already. So I think the, the interesting parts of world building will be tying things to our characters. So we're going to make our characters first. Um,
2: I, would I, really believe... love, I would really love to get just one person who genuinely has no freaking clue what Pokemon <laughs> is to listen to these episodes of podcast and try to explain to me what the heck is happening. Like I would just love that experience. It,
4: hi, uh, it, if you're it's... listening to this podcast right now and you have no idea what a pocket monster is at me at doily spider tell me what you
2: think is happening it's like dog fighting but apparently they all have a lot of really strong feelings about it
0: they're all just real into it and they just never get hurt it's fine (laughs) nope uh uh, um so okay well let's uh let's talk about that real quick also
2: i think all the protagonists are children
0: All the secondaries are our children, and it's fine. They just walk around.
4: They at might 10 get years old, killed by an animal at any minute. Getting
0: caught on fire. Ash Ketchum has died on screen. I've seen it with my eyes. Uh. Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna start with uh our, our character creation here, and uh, this is a Powered by the Apocalypse game, so there are playbooks uh meant to like drive specific themes um or or. F- feel archetypes from uh the anime uh for those listening this game is is less um a a pokemon fight simu- simulator and more of a pokemon anime storytelling machine um so the the actual stats of the monsters kind of squiggly uh <laughs> <laughs> um so so it's it's a, it's much more focused on on character archetypes rather than uh battling monsters so so you'll notice that go as, as we go through this Um and to highlight that none of y'all have picked any of the like hi i'm going to uh be a battler one Uh, the closest we've got okay so we'll start with jack because it makes sense jack you've picked the the gym leader Uh, um playbook Mm -hmm. uh and the gym leader can move around obviously we've got misty and brock both oh misty wasn't actually a gym lead well she was hold on
2: eventually she was yeah she didn't, yeah. like, start off as one in the anime, but yeah. she did become one.
0: Right. Uh, well, and also, didn't, didn't Ash beat her to get the badge? Eh.
2: <laughs> there, eh? Was, there was an episode where he actually went to, like, her sister's gym. Yeah. I'm trying to remember then, how I, that went down. Uh,
0: Misty? Yeah, they wouldn't battle him because they had already gotten beat by a bunch of other
1: people. Yeah, Misty battles him, and okay. they don't... The thing is... In the first four badges until Lieutenant Surge, Ash doesn't get a badge by winning a gym battle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant thought, Surge is his yeah. first
1: actual win. He throws lo- he against Brock. He gets interrupted by Team Rocket against Misty, and they give him the badge anyways. And he saves the Grass-type gym leader's Pokemon from a- the gym burning down. And so he gives him the gym after he lost the battle. Oh, Ash.
4: <laughs> Listen, if there's anything we've learned today, it's that he ash ketchum will win eventually
2: <laughs> that's actually something uh, that also... i really like about the show though like mm-hmm. it's cool because ash is somebody who like gets a lot of victories i mean like for the sake of he's a 20 year old 10 year old protagonist and he's <laughs> died several times and saved the world from cosmic <laughs> destruction but he doesn't mm-hmm. always win and i think that's neat
0: yeah uh and a core mechanic of this game is losing so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do this uh so um none of y'all have actually picked i guess we only have the one the one playbook the ace that's about pokemon battling um but uh and none of you have picked that so this the the, the focus of this is probably not going to be a league run as it were um but uh, let's, let's go ahead and, and everybody tell us uh, about the playbook you're taking and, and why that
1: one interests you. Again, we'll, we'll start with Amr again. All right. So I am going to be playing Nahira, who is the caretaker playbook. The caretaker playbook is, think like Brock for most of the show or like the connoisseurs from later on. They're about breeding Pokemon, raising them, treating them right, and like both understanding Pokemon and helping take care of them and bring them into their full potential. Uh and I chose it because like it's a very loving and nurturing playbook and that's what I want to play. hmm mm-hmm. Very good.
0: Uh and Alex, what which playbook are you playing? Yeah, all-
2: I'm playing the performer. My character's name is Keaton, and they are a contest coordinator, which if you've never watched the anime is the um Pokemon equivalent of somehow being both like a um a professional equestrian and also a member of the Glee Club. <laughs> So basically, Pokemon contests are a competitive, but not battle-centric method of Pokemon exhibition, where you basically show off your Pokemon's uh, aesthetic qualities, or their skill sets, or their abilities to use moves in non-combative ways that reshape their environment. It's really, really cool, and um, I grew up watching the anime and loved, like, many, many seasons of it, even after I sort of had quote-unquote aged out of it. I had two younger brothers who were still very into Pokemon, and as someone who played all the games growing up and basically tried to get every possible thing out of them that wasn't battling that I could,
3: <laughs> I had a very
2: hard time until contest coordinating was invented. And as soon as I saw this on the anime, it came around in like Pokemon Advance or Pokemon Advance battle. I think, um, I totally was obsessed with it. And so the chance to play this playbook was really, really cool for me.
0: Awesome. So Jack, which, uh, which playbook are you taking? And, uh, why did you pick it?
4: Uh, so as previously mentioned, um, I went ahead and went with the gym leader uh, playbook, and there's a couple reasons for this. I'm going to start with a dark revelation, which is oh, that no. <laughs> I have never seen in my life a single episode of the Pokemon anime, not a. Oh, I
0: hate to kick you off the ep- the podcast already. Oh, That's shoot. real okay, fast. Bye. Oh no,
1: I can't believe Jack is the person that we were looking for. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Everything I know. When you put up
1: that call. You put it up for yourself. No,
4: so everything I know about the Pokemon games. I uh, everything I know about Pokemon. I know about the Pokemon games and everything I know about the anime. I learned through cultural osmosis and through my friends who yeah. have watched
2: the anime. That's
4: I've seen fair, like, yeah. clips of it, probably.
2: <laughs> just in my. Did journey- you play Pokemon Snap? Is the big question. No. <laughs> okay, well, this is nothing like Pokemon Honestly, Snap, so you're fine. Great. <laughs> Honestly,
0: I'm, I'm really excited because I, I like my whole time doing this. I'm like, I'm the worst person to be running this because I know the least about Pokemon. <laughs> but no, I've got one person who knows a little <laughs> slightly less than me.
4: <laughs> I've played all the games. Okay, no, that's a lie. Shit. I didn't play Black White two because Unova sucks. Did but- you play Pokemon uh, Ranger? I'm. Hurt. i played all the core <laughs> games
0: <laughs> I haven't even done that I played the first two and the most
1: recent two Jack's out here saying Unova sucks And I'm about to use Oshawat as my first Pokemon it's <laughs> Wow it's
2: Pokemon not Ranger, ush- it's Pokemon not Ranger and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon were the most important Pokemon games and you will not change my mind You're okay, right fine. It's not Oshawat's fault that Unova Sucks <laughs>
0: Is, is you know, for the one's supposed to be just America.
4: Yeah, it's just America. <laughs> yeah, you that's know what sucks. I'll it sucks. That's not why it sucks, but that's oh. not. It isn't that's not, not redeeming it either. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Uh, the point is, I went with Gym Leader because Gym Leader is a role that I really understand in the world. It's something I encounter a lot, and I find that as someone who primarily experiences Pokemon through the games, a lot of the strongest personalities I see in the games are the Pokemon leaders who are all weirdos. Every single one uh, of them is bizarre and has all these, like, excruciating eccentricities. (laughs) (laughs) And I just wanted to be that person, but... (laughs) on a a different level also just the idea of the gym leader as a staple of their community was something i really wanted to explore Mm
3: -hmm. and
4: and someone who like really seems to be someone that their community rallies around because everybody knows their local gym leader
0: right Mm -hmm. good i like that a lot so we've got the caretaker the performer and the gym leader um a gym leader whose whose specific focus is community building, not beating up children.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, it can be two things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very good. Uh, okay, so then let's let's get into actually creating these characters. Uh, everybody has everybody picked their name, age, pronouns, and looks? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh good uh, w- then also uh you'll see on the left side of your playbook there are the- some descriptive tags you get to pick one of each um the all of them are important you can use them you can you can leverage your tags to get uh bonuses once per session mm-hmm. um but they're also just like they they mean things in in the game like sure. in-, in the fiction um they 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 can like just say things are true like uh if uh, for instance keaton i see mm-hmm. uh has picked a meticulous presentation yeah um and that means like if at any point that would make sense for you like oh no i've i've meticulously uh designed this outfit it's 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 going i'm going to blend in we, we might not have to make you roll for things um mm-hmm. At, but the, the the really important one, not really. They're all important, but the one that's going to affect most things is the third one. Mm-hmm. The third mm-hmm. one is generally like what things you have at your disposal. Maybe not exactly with you, but like uh, it, you can just say it, it makes sense for you to have them, so you do. Uh, I'm, again, I've Keaton's sheet open, so uh, you have instrumentation mm-hmm. yep. uh, as what your your personalizations, which means uh, you could just have ba- you could have a sound system or an instrument or uh, Am, am I? No, yeah, I'm doing this right. Yeah, I like, Oh, no, is that? Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and without having to roll for it or go to buy it or anything like that. So that's something to keep in mind when you're picking them. Omar, mm-hmm. uh, uh, have, you, have you picked uh, all of your uh, name, age, pronouns, looks, and descriptive tags? I have. Okay, well, let's start with you then. You run us through those
1: and tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, Nahira. Okay. Uh so Nahira is a sixteen year old femme uh person who uses Daishi pronouns. Uh her look uh is Middle Eastern uh and mostly femme presenting but occasionally ambiguous leaning. Uh and her free tags are impression, cute, instinct, caring, and ingenuity, cooking. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So so
0: no matter what, it's assumed that Nira is uh is going to be able to
1: just have the supplies needed to cook things. Exactly. I uh, yeah. to cook and take care of my friends and also look cute while doing it. <laughs> uh, heck yes, <laughs> which is important. Uh, obviously.
0: Come on.
2: Uh, actually, <laughs> I can't think of right. anything more important.
0: Fashion this is anime so fashion is 100% how you tell people apart most. Actually, Pokemon's not not terrible about like giving people different looks overall, is it? No, their looks are uh, pretty generally pretty good.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh so I take that back. Actually, Pokemon's
1: okay.
2: <laughs> Pokemon's, Pokemon's great, like, actually.
1: <laughs> Especially when like, uh, it comes to contest. Like, the contest outfits, they go hard.
2: Oh, they're so yeah. good. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh,
0: okay, so I know I've already uh, spoiled a bunch of yours, Alex, but would you tell us about Keaton, That's please? totally
2: fine. Are you just looking for like stuff on my character sheet, or this is more of a, a backstory dive? Like, what are we looking for? How much do you want to know, Keaton?
0: <laughs> uh well you can tell me uh, as much as you want about keaton actually yeah I, I want us to go through the list but yeah you can you can give us uh keaton's whole d- uh, tragic
2: backstory <laughs> well, okay, i'll give you the rundown for, um,
0: for those of you who don't know we we know these characters already they were a part of a different playtest, and so we are just we are just revamping them
2: i know keaton uh, very well um Uh, So Keaton is the performer, as previously stated. They are a uh, contest coordinator. They're 15 years old. They use they-them pronouns and have a shifting presentation. Keaton is a gender-fluid disaster, and I love them. Um, I envision Keaton as Asian, more specifically Filipino. So that's kind of the look that we're going for here. Uh, Keaton's presentation is meticulous. Their personality is competitive, and their personalization is instrumentation just as sort of a quick little exploration of Mm -hmm. Keaton's backstory. Um, So they're a 15 year old contest coordinator, which is not particularly old, but in the um, world of Pokemon, 15 is already old enough to be going through a midlife crisis. You're washed up. Because yeah, that's, that's basically Keaton's deal. They had a really, really phenomenally impressive debut season as like a, like a 12 year old. And just wowed the world, wowed critics had this breakout season of contest coordinating their very first time at bat and has never since lived up to that. So basically, came out swinging head and an amazing like trajectory all mapped out for them. Everybody was so excited about where Keaton was going to go. And then they just have not lived up to that first impression they set for themselves. They have pretty much been on a straight losing streak since that first championship and it really really weighs on them and gets in their own head so they're at the point now where at age 15 they're already kind of very dejected actually about um, the prospects of their future and and what it means for them they're too young to be a prodigy or they're too old to be a prodigy now but they don't know how to become anything other than impressive for their age if that makes sense they weren't given the tools Mm -hmm. to do that so you know now it's some other 10 year olds turn and there are already people like the public has moved on from Keaton Mm -hmm. um, and that's a really hard thing to navigate at age 15 (laughs) yeah my sweet
0: baby. You got like a, a child star thing going yeah, on. Yeah, a little bit. Uh oh
2: Keaton. Keaton has gifted child <laughs> syndrome very bad, and no, I'm not yeah. drawing on personal experience. Precious
0: baby. <laughs> uh okay. Oof, buddy. Uh let's move. <laughs> uh they got a real so cute torchic though, so like that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes
4: everything better.
0: Yeah. Uh so let's go let's go tell us a little bit uh, about Lexi, Jack.
4: Okie dokie. Uh so um I'm just gonna run down the things first and then I'll just go into a little bit of um who Lexi is. Uh mm-hmm. just as a person. So um uh, Lexi is uh with the gym leader, um, and she is twenty-four years old. She's actually just getting her start as a gym leader. Uh she uses she her pronouns. Uh she is a woman person, uh, and uh she is uh black with blonde hair. And her rapport is uh older because on a day to day basis she is mostly dealing with ten to twelve year olds <laughs> so she's she, twenty
0: four but is old for pokemon.
4: <laughs> most of the people she interacts with every day are much younger than her, so she still gets to be an elder at twenty four yeah.
3: yeah
4: uh her reputation is eccentric because just she is a bouncy bubbly person and her resources are gadgets because uh well she is an electric type gym leader and just every single electric type gym leader has some kind of connection to just tech and so yeah. it it just makes sense that she would have access to that sort of thing
2: uh mm-hmm. so
4: like i said she is a um Brand new, just starting out, electric type gym leader. She grew up in Vermilion City her whole life and learned under Lieutenant Surge, which was interesting. And Mm -hmm. she wound up actually being the one to encourage him to retire. And so she has just recently taken over running Vermilion City Gym. Uh, and she yeah. has been slowly converting it from a terrifying death trap led by an unhinged military veteran to a <laughs> to a just local youth center. Uh, it's an arcade uh, so that kids can have a place to game without feeling pressured to gamble like they would have to at the game corner. And just... <sighs> And just have, like, a safe, fun place for the local kids to go. Um, Yeah, and but she's pretty much been just roots deep in Vermilion City her whole life, and she's just now, as a 24-year-old, meeting all these kids coming to her gym from all over, starting to think, maybe I should see the rest of the world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh...
1: Awesome. I love love Lexi. Real quick. Uh, let's circle... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, now that Lexi's given her a little backstory, she should... Yeah, I was going to circle you. back around. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think mine, mine makes most sense to wait until after Lexi's story, because uh, yeah. they are closely intertwined in a weird way. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, not from Vermilion, but grew up there uh, my entire life, and for those who don't know Lieutenant Surge, ah. Uh, values strength above all else is the best way to put it. And a lot of Pokemon leave his gym really roughed up. So there's a constant stream of Pokemon, like needing medical attention to the Pokemon center. Uh, So I kind of grew up volunteering at the Pokemon center and taking care of Pokemon. Uh, But the Pokemon that kind of got the worst of it were the water and flying types, the ones that, you know, going up against electric types didn't really have a great shot. Uh, But I love Water type Pokemon and grew up loving them. So, around like a couple of years ago, I took off on a journey to become one of the best Water type breeders. Uh, and when I finally had a couple of Water types that I was ready to challenge the gym with, I came back to challenge Lieutenant Surge and proved to him that Water types could win. Only to find that he'd retired. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh,
0: <laughs> so that's an important important fact. Did you? Did you challenge Lexi or has that
1: not happened yet? No, I have not challenged Lexi because uh, the Pokemon that I had with me didn't need to prove that they could win the gym because I'm not about like getting the gym badges. It was more for the Pokemon uh, and more to prove to Lieutenant Surge. But since he was gone and those Pokemon didn't need it, I kind of like sent them to the places where they wanted to be and have started raising new Pokemon. And once those Pokemon are in a place where they want to challenge the gym, I might be challenging Lexi. Oh
4: snap. I'm waiting.
0: Uh, <laughs> so that's uh that's our that's the the basis of our characters. We'll we'll get it I'll answer, uh ask more questions as we get, get into it. Uh but let's continue over here to uh the more mechanical side of this. Uh over on the moves, everybody gets um a, a certain number of them. Uh two most I think most of I think all of you get two mm-hmm. except. So. Uh Jack has to take one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so which two moves did did you pick for Keaton, Alex?
2: Uh, I picked curtains and for the love of the show. So curtains means that when I make a dramatic entrance, I get to roll with the following questions and my overcome question. Basically, I'm looking to see if I am the center of attention and if I have prepared the stage. Uh, Depending on how well I do on those questions and how well I roll, I get to captivate the crowd's attention or like heck up real bad.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, and for the love of the show is uh, boop 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 boop. Uh, yeah, so oh, you that's can get the one, a tag, right, right? Right, right. That's
2: yeah. the one where when I perform for a crowd, um, I get to ask the GM if the crowd is familiar with my work, and <laughs> if they are, then I get like a pre-established impression that they have of me, and that affects my my performance. So mm-hmm. sort of my reputation Great. move there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So a lot of uh, a lot of Keaton's thing is about being the center of attention,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun uh i like that a lot and then the the so the uh i do say game master the gym leader
3: <laughs>
0: uh, the gym leader has a a chosen type that they have to uh function they no, no, they they generally type to raise because they're your gym leader gym leaders they have a a thing they silo off into uh, and i'm guessing you're picking uh like you're picking electric types yep. right uh, so that's important you've got uh an electric type and then you you're required to have responsibilities move um yep. which means that the longer you go without giving out your badge the more likely you are to be challenged um and uh uh and then um you know things will happen if, if that, <laughs> as that comes up it's basically a a little bit of a storage story generator yeah um and what was the Just what was the one you've chosen? Constantly
4: being called out by kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh oh so the move I chose mm-hmm. uh is um uh, badge of honor. Uh when you take this move, select something that your badge symbolizes and when you portray this value, most people intrinsically believe you. Uh you can pr- display your badge once a sec- session c- to convince even the staunchest disbeliever that you embody your value. Uh so the the value that I've chosen for my badge to represent is uh, the thing that Lexi just completely operates on, with, which is community. Uh, she is really big on community building and community togetherness,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and just rallying people together. So,
0: and that what that means is like as you, if most people will just assume you're acting for the best uh, interest of the community, even mm-hmm. if maybe you're not.
4: Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh it does say it does say at the bottom of the move be careful of lying though as that may eventually change what your badge symbolizes so i i, I love hmm. that that's in there
0: <laughs> Yeah Uh but that won't happen cuz we're all nice people here right Basically uh, uh um I'm being we're being I'm being spanned with Lieutenant Surge <laughs> picks and I'm here for it
2: <laughs> Sorry this isn't going to stop happening No it's fine <laughs> Why should
1: it? <laughs> I guess this chat is getting flooded with a surge of pictures.
3: Oh uh,
1: God! As much as I hate to give you spotlight after that, Amr,
2: you're. You can't uh, see it, but <laughs> you kept, I'm just dabbing furiously. Oh God, no, no dabbing! Uh,
0: uh, all right, uh, so. Lexi, what, what, what movies did you pick for Lexi?
1: For Nahira. 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 Yeah, I'm bad with names. It's we'll get good. this. For Nahira, I picked. Uh, I get to choose two moves, so I picked, I read, I, I read the manual, which basically means I know a lot about raising Pokemon, and if I give advice that's in line with my beliefs and my tags, uh, people get bonuses for following them, uh, and if not, then I get to try to convince them that, like, please don't be mean to your Pokemon, uh, and yeah. then my other move is special treatment, which is about making meals for my friends to help heal them up and get closer with them, because oh, cooking yeah. is magic fucking
3: I fucking love magic cooking abilities <gasps> <laughs> Okay So
0: uh we're going to go we're going to circle all the way back uh, we're going to meet some pokemans So um the way this game works is it, it assumes we are we are meeting you episode th- 3 to 5 of the anim- your anime mm-hmm. um so you're going to have your starter pokemon and you're going to have uh uh, you you have the option of having already caught a second pokemon uh which i think most of y'all did when we made these the first time mm-hmm. um, so you're all going to to pick the two two pokemon you like give them nicknames if you don't give them nicknames you're a monster uh <laughs> and then uh the 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 things that set pokemon uh uh, uh apart from each other are their tags so there's going to each pokemon will have a type tag those are inherent to the pokemon itself like that's the fire that's flying that's that's all those it's, you're typing it, that's a tag for them and not one that you get to pick it's just whatever they are in the thing that's what they are and then there's a species tag which is inherent to the pokemon at the, uh, as a whole but you do get to i didn't d- define that and that's just something that could be true or is generally true about all pokemon of that type so for instance pikachu uh, a species tag for Pikachu could be cute or shocking
3: or <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah or um, I don't know small like it's something important about the species that you would like to highlight, um, and then they uh, the, the the third tag is something that sets that is the opposite. It sets your Pokemon. Uh, apart from all the other ones like it so like most pikachu are fast uh what if what if you you had like a real swole ass pikachu <laughs> that
3: well, would be if you did though
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if you had a pikachu that could just push up for days um that would be that would be an individual tag so it's something that sets them apart and makes them special And these are these are tags that you'll have. You'll end up getting more tags as you go. Most of them will be temporary; they'll come and go. uh, But these are the ones that we're going to start with. So, uh, uh, Alex, would you like to tell us about um, Keaton's starter and the Pokemon they have caught?
2: Yeah, sure. So, Keaton's starter is a Torchic named Flicky. Um, Torchic's type tag is Fire, obviously, and their species tag is adorable. So, a thing that um, one of the reasons I specifically chose Torchic is One, just because I freaking love Torchic, but also (laughs) because I thought it was kind of interesting and important to give Keaton a Pokemon that, um, while it probably reflected really well their initial contest debut like their intro into the scene um does not particularly jive with their sort of aesthetic now so you mm-hmm. know this really cute little like bird of potential and now keaton is kind of in this emo phase and still stuck with this adorable little bird that's running around all over the place so <laughs> um Torchic's species tag is adorable and flicky's individual tag is eager flicky's a real go-getter and then uh, Keaton's other Pokemon is Dante, <laughs> a Poochiana. Uh Dante is a dark type. The species tag for Poochiana I chose is good boy. And um, Dante's individual tag is sensitive.
3: He's a sensitive good boy.
2: He's a sensitive good boy. He's an emo pup. He's, he's real small. Uh,
0: and it's, it's important to note that all of your Pokemon, your starting Pokemon are going to be rank one. Um, cool. That'll be important for later uh okay i love pokemon so much um they're so good okay so (laughs) let's let's go let's talk about uh let's talk about uh lexi's i have went and checked this time so i didn't get them mixed up again (laughs) let's go talk about lexi's pokemon what's lexi's starter and the one they've that she's caught?
4: okay so uh lexi's starter is a magnumite uh not traditionally a starter but uh i believe she was probably given it by Lieutenant Surge when she was just starting to learn to raise Pokemon. So yeah, Franklin. Uh, so Franklin is Magnemite. Uh, and his and his species tag is tough. Uh, because Magnemites they are made of metal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but his, his individual tag is brave, and he does have a tendency to just rush into situations whether Lexi wants him to or not.
0: <laughs> just go
1: for it.
4: Yeah. Uh, he's very good, but he's he's very just <laughs> real brazen. Uh, and then and then Lexi's caught Pokemon is uh Itchy uh who is a Joltic. and uh Itchy's species tag is clingy uh, no, and in fact uh and in fact Itchy loves to ride around in Lexi's hair, so there's some real static electricity going on up there. There's always a mm-hmm. little bit of a extra poofiness to Lexi's hair. Right. Uh and then uh in contrast to Franklin, Itchy's individual tag is timid. Itchy prefers to hide and avoid conflict at all costs, which is oh, same. rough for a gym Pokemon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little bit. Uh awesome. Love these Pokemon. All right. Uh, Nahira. What 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 Pokemon does Nahira
1: have? Alright, so Nahira has uh her first Pokemon is an Oshawat called Kadei, who in was her starter Pokemon, but is not the Pokemon they originally journeyed with. Uh because they kinda grew up with oshawott and uh like Oshawat wasn't ready to go out on a journey when Nahira first went out. So she mm-hmm. trained a bunch of other Pokemon which she no longer has, and so Ashawat is still her starter. But this is her first time working with them, uh, even though she's been doing this for a while. Uh, His type tag is water, his species tag is uh, proud, and his individual tag is energetic.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, Kade was... Kade was a, it, was a, a thing. <laughs> Kade is a thing. You will uh, love
1: this wonderful boy. Kade is a uh, bastard,
4: and I say that in the most affectionate <laughs> possible
3: way.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, and are you, uh, in, in lieu like you're going to get, so the caretaker comes with a, a, starts with an egg that will hatch at some point, point. Uh, and are you foregoing having a caught Pokemon?
1: Uh, no, I'm actually, he was looking at the list and I've decided on, uh, a Phoebus as my cop Pokemon. Uh, yeah. So I have yet to give them a name, but uh, their species tag is confused because they oh all get confused always, all the time.
3: Oh, look at this. Oh, buddy.
0: It's, it's, oh my God. Yes. It's like, it's like, it's uh, like a confused a, Magikarp.
1: It's an undead Magikarp. <laughs>
3: yes.
4: <laughs> I mean, Phoebus is like, has an ugly duckling thing going on.
1: Yep. Phoebus is basically the same as Magikarp, where, like, its evolution is super well-loved, but it didn't get memed on the same way that Magikarp got memed on, so it gets forgotten all the time, Uh, which is the sad time for Phoebus, so that's why I chose a Phoebus. (laughs) And, uh, this individual Phoebus, uh, let's go with...
3: Noticeable Esther tag. Oh,
0: Uh, interesting. is they, that the the individual tag
1: yes, or individual the tag. okay they're, they're what's no, what's noticeable about this phoebus other than Phoebus? other than I, i'll see if i can think of a better way to phrase it but i think in the sense that like they make a strong first impression when they enter a space like they don't go somewhere without without being seen okay so this is a this is a, a keaton ass
0: phoebus is what I'm
3: <laughs> yes. yes exactly <laughs> there you go
0: uh okay good this is a good this is a good spread of pokes i we have here um so let's uh we, we i think we're we're getting to the end of character creation here we've got to do bonds if mm-hmm. uh, in case case uh, unless i'm forgetting anything armor or anybody else who's noticed anything gear is le- gear is less important to talk about yeah <laughs> it's, uh, it's bonds in the crew sheet yep bonds in the crew sheet okay so uh as far as bonds go, we've got, uh, each of you have a different bond question and it's going to, uh, shape your backstory together. Again, this is, we're starting at like session three, to, uh, session, episode mm-hmm. three to five of the, your anime. So you've had some interactions with each other before. Um, so, uh, would you do me a favor, Alex, and read your, uh... Bond question yeah, and, and answer it for us.
2: So my Bond question is, describe a performance of yours the party has seen and ask them each how it made them feel. If their answer is positive, gain two bond with them. If their answer is negative, they gain two bond with you. So I think the performance of mine that the party has seen... Um, I'm trying to think. I... And I'm trying not to let my answer necessarily be influenced by the last time we sort of visited these characters, because I kind of changed up a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that maybe rather than having it be like you saw my iconic performance from forever ago, I think maybe um, I'd like to talk about a performance that you all saw probably prior to actually joining up with me and sort of going on the same adventure, but... After I had really sort of started down this decline. So maybe about a year ago, there was a performance I did that was local to Vermilion City. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did not present very well at all. But I think it's going to be up to... um, each of you whether there was something you saw in it that conveyed positively I don't think Keaton feels very positive about this particular performance at all in fact I think it was probably one of the worst ones in a string of bad performances um but I also want to leave some flexibility for what you took away from it
4: okay um can I go
2: yeah and it's fine if it was just like no that was garbage (laughs) like that's (laughs) fine with me
4: (laughs) Uh, I think, well, I think Lexi, because as someone who, like, works with kids a lot, but, like, more than anything, like, Lexi wants kids to leave her gym feeling, like, proud of themselves, like, like, Mm -hmm. they did a great job, and, like, she went out and watched, uh, and watched that contest that came rolling through Vermillion City, and she saw all the kids performing and just having a great time, and then you clearly weren't. Like you were clearly yeah. beating yourself up over your performance, and like I could see the ways that like that you were like kind of getting in your own way, and so I was worried mm-hmm. about you. I was honestly worried about you.
2: Oh yeah, Keaton's a moody bitch. Like Keaton definitely <laughs> threw something on the way out of the <laughs> contest hall.
4: Yeah, so I I was concerned, and I just I wondered if there was. Like, like i don't think i like reached out right away because i didn't think you would respond to some random adult g- walking up to you and saying, sure. like 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 hey kid it looks like you're having a hard time but like i was i was always just kind of hoping that like someone re- would reach out to you and figure out what you were struggling mm-hmm. with
2: yeah okay um so i mean i think that's still probably that's still probably negative feelings that that gave you so i think you get to bond with me cool
0: and and so at at the at this stage, until you hit rank one with a bond with someone, you don't have to define it. So you don't have to worry about a bond type. Mm-hmm. Um or and you don't get a bond move until you until it has a rank. So you just write down uh Keaton and then change two of those uh blank hearts into the filled in hearts, which are at the bottom left of the sheet. You can just copy yep. those and,
1: and paste them in. Alright. As that's being done. Uh my answer to that question is well, like as a caretaker, my entire thing is seeing pokemon and kind of understanding and seeing their true potential underneath Mm -hmm. and whether keaton will admit it or not like you've been with flicky for a while and like flicky is well raised and i can see that Mm -hmm. inside like i can see the care that was put into flicky and like the potential that's there so it left me with a positive impression even even if overall it wasn't like a positive thing you know
2: yeah, definitely. I like that, and I think that that makes sense to me because Nahira is somebody who um, is maybe like entirely unconcerned with the outcome of a competition, yeah, you know. um, which makes sense to me. So I think like yeah. you you might not even remember if I won or lost that match. It's just a matter of like, oh, I remember your Torchic.
1: Yeah, it's 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 all about what the match and what Pokemon right. means to the Pokemon and the people. Like, cool.
2: Yeah, I love that. Okay, so yeah. I get to bond with you.
1: Good, very
0: good, uh, so let's move on to uh Jack,
4: okay, so uh Lexi's bond question is uh ask your party if they have earned your badge from you, gain two bond with each player that says yes, ask them to tell you how they beat you for each player that says no, mark one growth if they explain why not uh, so we already kind of went over that with Nahira. We know that Nahira right. hasn't yet challenged Lexi for the badge Mm -hmm. because Nahira was all geared up to fight Surge and then (laughs) (laughs) that didn't happen. Uh,
0: So yeah, the the, the answer, the the why not is uh, that Nahira will challenge you to a battle when Oshawott feels like uh, he wants to, right? Right. That was the idea? Basically. Mm -hmm. So you mark one growth uh, for Nahira not wanting to fight you?
2: (laughs) Um, I super Yet. I super don't have your gym badge. I've never got <laughs> I've never gotten a gym badge in my life. It's spectacular. Is
0: he, is Keaton's why just because like why would I? Like why would, why I, would I, I do that?
2: Why would I waste my time with a gym battle there's no audience? Are you kidding me?
1: Keaton's like, why would I be washed up in another way? <laughs>
2: Right, like, at least I already know my failure here. If I, like, and that's the thing, though, right? Like, if I've never tried to do a gym battle, then I can just tell myself, like, it's just because it's not interesting to me. If I do a gym battle and lose it, then I have to admit that I'm just no good with Pokemon. (laughs) Oh, Keaton.
0: Okay, fine. All
2: right. <laughs> you knew what you were getting uh, into with this character when you invited me back I on your did. show.
0: I did. I, I'm a glutton. <laughs> um,
2: let's let's go. What's
0: the
1: here is bond question? Okay. So I ask each player if they've let me teach their Pokemon something. And if so, what? If you have, I gain free bond. Otherwise, I gain one bond at my end. Because instead of like you letting me help me, I just like fuck off and hug my eggs. <laughs> <something>. <laughs> I
3: love that.
0: <laughs> so so let's uh keaton has keaton let uh, nahira teach uh any of either their pokemon something i think and so. If so what
2: yeah um i i think that this definitely makes sense because i think for one thing as much as keaton wants to pretend like to be very aloof. Um, Keaton also desperately wants to win a contest, right? So kind of in that way, like, yeah, okay, sure, literally anything. I don't care, help my Pokemon, I can't. Um, But I think, (laughs) but I think also in another way, um, Keaton is somebody who is at heart like, even if they're not technically accomplished as a contest coordinator at this stage in their in their career, just because they haven't really been given the tools to have anything except for all talent going for them, I think that they do still have innately, like, the heart of a performer and the the intellect of a performer in terms of realizing, like, okay, the more things, like, the more perspectives I can expose myself to and the more information I can acquire, like, that will make me a better performer and a better and more interesting person and so i think that yeah like keaton definitely would have let this happen um keaton probably would have been like leaning against a tree pretending to have their eyes closed while it happened but <laughs> it, it would have happened
1: <laughs> oh. so what do you think i taught you or your pokemon
2: um i don't know do you feel like you would have worked with um with flicky or dante
1: mm-hmm. that's interesting is dante also part of your like contest or is it mainly flicky
2: i mean it's chiefly flicky but i think that there are definitely like you cannot just go into a contest with one pokemon um so i think that both of them have had time on the contest stage
1: Mm -hmm. i think then i I like the idea that maybe i it was primarily with dante to like cool do something with dante to help you feel more comfortable bringing Dante out to the contest stage.
2: Oh, okay, then I know exactly what it was. Um, oh. So part of Dante's characterization is that um, he's, like, really, really soft and sensitive, and I think maybe mm-hmm. he has stage fright, and I think maybe oh. you worked with Dante on his stage fright. Maybe you had, like, a little pretend runway or something, oh. and you were, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, teaching... and I had Oshawa like, throw his caltrop around, like, clanging off trees like applause.
2: Oh, yeah, and you were just <laughs> hyping up Dante, and it was really cute. And I, like smiled a little bit and pulled my hat down over my face. You know, like classic Pokemon anime moment.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Love that. Okay. Uh, how about How about Lexi? Has Lexi let Nahira teach uh, any of her Pokemon anything?
4: Um, I think definitely so. And um, I don't, I had an idea. I don't know if this is going to be too similar to um, Alex's answers. So tell me if it is and we can switch it around. But I want to say that like, so, Itchy, as like a really like nervous Pokemon, I think at first Itchy had a hard time like even like really being around other Pokemon. Itchy always just wanted to like hide in Lexi's hair or Lexi's sleeves and never really want or or in or in his Pokeball and never really wanted to come out. And so like I knew Nahira as a really nurturing person in our community, and so like I brought Itchy to Nahira to be like, hey, can you help me? Can you help me with my Joltik and help them kind of like come out of their shell a little bit because we have, we have a gym to run and I'm just really worried that Itchy's never going to be able to interact with any of the other Pokemon, so like had me, Nih- I I think I had Nahira and their Pokemon help Itchy just kind of socialize.
1: Yeah. I, I like that. Uh yeah, and I I think in contrast to the one with uh, Keaton and Dante, where I was kind of using Oshawat's energy uh, and, like, having Kadei run around everywhere and hype him up and everything. Uh, in this one, I realized that, like, Kadei would be way too energetic for a skittish friend. Uh, and so I used uh, my Feebas to, like, socialize slowly and get them comfortable around one another because there are very few Pokemon as not threatening as a Feebas. <laughs> Especially to an electric type Pokémon, so like, yeah. like, it's like, all right, y'all, y'all can be friends together, and like, started working with that. Uh, so yeah, I think I think that's nice because it creates that little contrast in what was needed and how it was approached.
4: Yeah, I I also just like the idea that uh, the Phoebus is Phoebus is the only Pokémon that like Itchy really loves being around at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if we will we'll, uh will itchy like ride on phoebus sometimes
4: god that would be so cute and just re- a really bad idea probably because of the like, site yes. matchup
3: yeah <laughs> yes.
0: phoebus gets shocked a lot on
4: accident <laughs> Itchy doesn't mean to he's
2: so sorry
1: that, mark my words that's how phoebus will evolve
2: <laughs> oh, gosh i love it
1: The best part is Phoebus doesn't even notice because Phoebus just always looks confused. So, like, Phoebus looks no different. It just looks zero difference in in their eyes. Just like, huh? Something
0: happened. <laughs> okay, uh, so I have only y'all did a pretty good job of answer uh, answering like questions about your characters as we went. So I only have really one question, and, and it's kind of for everybody, even though Lexi's already given me kind of an answer okay. before we go on to pick our group type. Which um, is questions like, "Why do you? What has gotten you to leave uh, Vermilion? What has gotten you to to go look and and see the the sites?" I guess. Uh, Oh, we'll get to that. So Lexi, you said you're just like, oh, I'm, all these kids are coming here challenging me from everywhere. I might need to go out and see like what their experience was. What's going on out here? Does that, is that why Lexi is like,
4: yeah, basically, like down I want, to travel? Yeah, I want to understand like where the kids who are challenging my gym are coming from better so that like I can have a better experience with them as a gym leader and give them a better battle.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, because if I don't know what their upbringing was like, what their culture was like, like how am, how am I going to meet them halfway?
0: Right. That's good. That's good. Uh, and then um, Nahira, why is, why is, so Nahira already left once to go like mm-hmm. train up these water types to beat up Lieutenant Surge. Yeah. Why, uh, why are
3: they
1: interested in leaving again? Uh, so, I mean, in part of it, it's kind of that similar, same reason of like, if I want to become, the best caretaker for my Pokemon that I possibly can be. Uh, I have to travel and meet new Pokemon and meet new people and learn from everyone I run into. And also, it's useless if I'm the best caretaker if I'm not interacting with people and sharing that knowledge. Uh, but then, like, there's the personal reason of... Vermilion is not where I'm from, it's just where I grew up, and my only ties to that were, like, my work at the Poke Center and my determination to prove that Lieutenant Surge was wrong. And with that tie severed, you know, you're no longer anchored by spite. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: And yeah, like, so there's there's no there's nothing anchoring me to vermilion and if anything, it would hold me back to stay behind. So, right. Okay,
0: I like that, and and Keaton. I, uh, I can't remember exactly. Is Keaton Keaton still in the circuit, right? So Keaton will still do.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Keaton yeah. is still um trying out contests here and there, or at least sort of wandering. Um, they don't really have roots down, especially not in Vermilion, They're not from Vermillion. Um, I think Vermilion right. is just where they are right now because uh, you know despite being very jaded, Keaton is still 15. And if you're going to like be having a crisis, there are worse places to have it than on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. I think, Good. I mean, so- I don't know that we need to
2: know this right now. I'm kind of thinking maybe Keaton is from like Celadon city. Cause that's mm-hmm. like the big one, right. With all the department stores and like the, the kind of, new yes, yorky so. vibe so i think that um yeah i mean i think maybe that's where keaton is from that just sort of i think if you were going to have a kid who was given access to the performance circuit way too young that makes sense for them to be from there you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think i think mm-hmm. maybe celadon is where keaton is from
0: awesome uh and where was where was nahira originally from
1: uh we can figure that out uh question mark yes <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, all right, so
0: now we know why you're all like willing to travel. Uh, we just need to define your group. so as you um gain advancements, you'll be adding stuff to a group sheet more so than you'll be changing your own character sheet and it's more about how your' what you have taught the group and what the group has taught you uh, and and all the bonds you've made together uh, but and and this can change throughout it, but we've got to give you your uh, Group a type. So the types that we have currently are things like um, friends, family, rivals, and ruffians. Uh, and you can we can we can pick a different thing than that, but I'll have to come up with a, spe- a new special ability for it. If none of these, you feel like define your group dynamic very well.
1: We need to make more
0: ones anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we need to make more. Uh, so if none of the if y'all if y'all have like a a a, di- a group dynamic uh that you like better than any of these we can we can definitely come up with a a a special ability for it before our first session
2: um i mean last time we chose friends and i feel like that works really well for the vision of what we want our characters to grow into i don't know if it accurately reflects what our group looks like right now but i think it just depends on mechanically Mm -hmm. if you want the group type to be more like about the journey they're on or about the group as it is starting out because i think those are kind of two different things
0: so the friend's special ability is when you use things from the team playbook, you gain bond with people. So it, for the, having a friend archetype for your team means you are becoming closer friends as you go along.
2: Right. So mechanically, I think that is probably the best suited to, uh, to like the journey that we are setting our characters up for.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's just my personal opinion.
4: Mm-hmm. No, that reads right to me. um,
2: like rivals I mean, I doesn't don't really make any sense because none of us are really doing the same thing
0: no yeah okay so we're gonna and again this can change as we go as as the, if the group dynamic changes we can change the the group type mm-hmm. um so that's that's that uh Amor, am i uh,
1: glazing over anything so we've got uh, questions but i'm gonna do that as part of session zero there is one thing i think that i just realized uh, what is our starting bond with our pokemon if any
0: uh so i thought i wrote that down i know you're, you're i think your starter f- starts with half
1: being yeah, half full that sounds that sounds right Mm-mm, uh,
0: but i can't find that and if i do i will i will let y'all know that it's changed so yeah your 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 starter pokemon should have a three bond right now
2: okay Never and pokemon. what about our other pokemon
0: uh i think it, it's it's the the other pokemon is fresh enough that you have not gained bond with oh, okay cool yeah um I believe I, I know we wrote rules for that, and I can't find. Them. No, I don't
1: think we did. I think we just kind of wing it every playtest. Oh,
0: cool! <laughs> Wait
1: professional game designers. Yep. Uh,
0: awesome. Okay, so congratulations, everybody. We've made characters.
2: Oh, heck. love that.
0: We've made lovely, uh, wonderful children. Uh, they, I,
1: I, you, I really do love these children quite a bit, actually.
3: Oh.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh. I think I think the best part about this so far is that like Keaton's personality mm-hmm. quirks have shown through in this character creation. I don't think like Lexi and Nahira's personality quirks have come up much in their backstory. So this is gonna be fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, here's something about Keaton is just they're a mess, but they're right. also but they're also like. They're a performer, so I think it tracks that you would know a lot about them immediately. Yeah, they
0: overshare. Their, their Twitter is very oversharing.
2: <laughs> like for somebody who wants to pretend that nobody ever gets close to them, like sh- man, everybody who's ever seen this kid sure does know a lot about them. <laughs>
1: uh, they have a personal uh, Twitter, great. but it's everybody not locked. Everybody
2: knows one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, oh man. man. Perfect.
0: Okay, so we already did like a bit, of, uh, a bigger section of plugs in the intros but just if, if you want to go through the list and tell everybody where they can find you again uh your twitter and whatnot uh amr
1: okay i can do more professional plugs now that i'm ready uh i'm amr <laughs> amraz uh you can find me on the internet on twitter as amraz and on itch with the same name and i am also on the Mustafiers podcast which is a dnd 5e podcast set in a original Southeast Asia inspired fantasy setting, which is a lot of fun with a bunch of really cool folks. I'm also on Voice at Play, a project where we play games by marginalized game designers with a cast of all marginalized people with the hopes of showcasing those games and getting more people aware of them to buy them. So, yeah. Uh, and right now I'm on the Not This Tide stream, a stream of the PBTA game called The Watch uh, on the Variant Roles channel, and it is very intense and I'm very excited for it. Awesome uh alex
2: i am alex flanagan i am the host and keeper for a horror borealis on the one shot network it's a monster of the week actual play podcast that focuses on like themes of community building and shared trauma and healing in a small fictional town in alaska outside of a national park i also am half of the cryptid keeper podcast which is a Um, ostensibly nonfiction podcast that I do with my friend Addison (laughs) Peacock every other week where we talk about mythological creatures and sort of the cultural meanings that they have as well as some of the lore behind them um, all analyzed through a uh, really kind of infotainment lens it's more comedy than information but some people take issue with that <laughs> and then uh i also have done some game design including the game coffee detective which you may have heard on the one shot podcast uh and a couple of other things too i did like a monster of the week hack i have some smaller games on my itch which is under uh, the real alex flanagan which incidentally is also my paypal handle if you just are really feeling nice <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> I mean I'm I'm not above a shameless plug, so
0: <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> and
3: Jack.
4: Uh I'm Jack Beckwith. You can find me on Twitter at Doily Spider. Uh check out my game Bated Breath on Drive RPG. It's a game about a haunted apocalypse that you play by navigating Google Street View. Uh and I will probably do other things eventually. <laughs> But yeah.
0: Uh, you know what? I, I realize I've never plugged my. Per- I, hi, I'm at Iolo on Twitter. Go, whatever. It's fine. <laughs>